Hi, this is Jason from Two Dads with Hats. This week we talk about how Brandon celebrated Thanksgiving with his team, deer hunting season in Wisconsin, and how everyone you meet has a story. We discuss what happens when you shift the focus from spending time on your phone to spending time with the people around you, and how can we be more aware of those moments when we catch ourselves listening to respond. Here we go with episode 44 of Two Dads with Hats. Enjoy. Ready, Freddy? Oh boy, we got some heavy editing here. Heavy editing. Give me something to say and I'll say it. Les copains d'abord. Let's do this thing. Welcome to Two Dads with Hats with your hosts, Jason and Brandon. Hey, Brandon. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, Jason. I'm, I'm eating. Um, I'm eating vegetables. This is the stuff that parents everywhere are saying, my goodness, how can I get my kids to eat their vegetables? You know the secret, though. You know what to do to make them taste better. I do. I will... Um... I will take you over on a trip. Let's let's go over, and I will show you what I'm cooking. So um, you're supposed to say, "Wait, is it the rock that said? Can you, you smell can what I'm? No. <laughs> can you smell what I'm cooking? What BC is cooking? Yes. So there's some uh, carrots and onions, kind of blackened from the turkey. I might be able to. Uh, you know what? Let me see if I can walk this big bad boy over. Let's. Let, I'm going to go remote. You know, I don't like going remote. <laughs> You're going live on scene. <laughs> Here we go. So, so cooking with Brandon. Yeah. So that's mm. the uh, turkey breast. There's another one in here. Can you see that in the pot, crock pot? And then there's another mm. one. Mmm, deliciousness right there. <laughs> so, oh, and there's a ham in the oven. This is priceless. This is like you should have your own cooking show over there. The <laughs> Do you know my my daughter when she was like. Probably like six. She was fascinated with the cooking shows. She would tell her mom, "Mom, I want to watch the cooking show." So they, we'd put it on the like the Food Channel or whatever. And I actually have videos of her where she's like, "Dad, film me cooking with Chef Reagan." She had a little chef, you know, play outfit, and she would she would just like <laughs> she'd have crazy stuff. Like uh, she said, there were puppy eggs. That's where puppies came from. <laughs> she thought that, like they hatched from puppy eggs. I'm like, honey, we've seen. Like dogs, you know, puppies. And she's like, yeah, but it sounds cooler for puppy eggs. And she would make food with the puppy eggs and whip the eggs. I'm like, Are you eat? I think she didn't put the connection there together or something. Well, that would have been complicated if the puppies came from storks like humans do. <laughs> oh, man, that's classic. That's classic. That would have been rough. So, you know, going back to we talk about this quite a bit. It seems to me like this is an act of service that you're you're providing for your team, and it really hits on the you know the Thanksgiving theme, the holiday that we talk about, truly being grateful. But uh, that's a pretty important leadership quality, giving acts of service for your team, showing that you care and appreciate them. You know, I appreciate you saying that because it's it's easy just to order. We could have just ordered it in, but they like my, my the team I'm on and, and the and the you know the co team right next to us. Like we sit all mingled. They like potlucks, and people have talked about that they've never 
been in an organization where people just love cooking and bringing food and, and it can be, you know, all kinds of food they bring too. not, not really deer or venison. So, well, we got that covered over here in the great lakes area, especially now it is deer hunting season. Wait a minute. How cold is it right now? Well, it's actually kind of warm. It's like 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it got up to 46. That means our windows did not uh, frost over this morning. Wait, hold on. So where do you go? Like, do you go into the deer, like, underground parking garages where they're warm? Like, how, aren't they all hibernated up now? Or what's what's the deal here? I'm only familiar with southern deer, warm weather deer. So, yeah, during deer hunting season this time of year, it's actually the most dangerous time for drivers here in Wisconsin. There's actually two things that I, I strongly dislike about um, vehicular safety in Wisconsin. And one of them is the snow, of course, snow and ice. And the other is deer. Because this time of year, the deer run out of the forests or whatever they live because all the hunters are inside the forest with guns shooting at them. So, so they get pretty skittish. And you know how deer are extra smart where they uh, – They'll find that place that you're, they'll, they'll come right into your path, right? They'll find. Oh, yeah. I totaled a car with a deer once. So. Oh, no. You cannot, you cannot, you know, it leapt out. You cannot, uh, you can't stop in time. Big, big, big buck. And, uh, yep, went back to try and find it. You know, it was my 100 yards down the road, turned around, and he was gone. But hopefully he lived. Hopefully he lived, but, uh, well, I'm, I'm thankful you lived to see another day, but your car was a mess? Yeah, actually, it was, it was my mom's car when I was back home taking care of her before she passed away, and mm -hmm. kind of an older car, and uh, yeah, the, the engine and the hood just boom, and uh, took it into the mechanic. He said, yep, we get this a lot out here. He's like, didn't you used to live here? I said, I did a long time ago. I forgot, but uh, yeah, just going about 45, kind of dark, a little foggy. All of a sudden, whap, out of nowhere. You can't do anything, you know? It's probably the same where you live. It's just they're big. Some of them are big beasts, too. And I live in a town called Brown Deer, and it's kind of – you visited the Brown Deer. It's kind of interesting. Knock on wood, ironically, there aren't a lot of deer in this area. There's some, but uh, ironically, for the name of the town, it's not too bad. Did they used to have a lot of brown deer, and now because of all the hunters, they don't? I actually don't know what color the deer are. Like, I don't know if they're brown or, or black or tan or white or gold or I don't know. Or orange with the protective gear so people think they're hunters and they don't <laughs> shoot them. That's right. I think I might have cooked some of these too long. The uh, the garnishings? The garnish? What do you call that? Well, it's just it's just vegetables you put underneath of it so it kind of soaks into it. With the vegan drippings. I could take this to like a vegan meal and say, hey, I made these carrots and potatoes and stuff and they're like oh what's it what's so delicious what is that like well i cooked chicken on top of it no <laughs> i know i'd be banished they kick you out of the left coast okay so i guess we kind of get into the main thing should we do do a thanks uh thanksgiving one yeah i mean you know so this is about uh, you never know what's going to happen uh, i, I kind of would like to share the story of zachariah um share i'm going to yeah. reload on the not quite vegan veggies while you okay. share. Is that cool? I'm going to take, I'm going to take you with me though. Oh, you're so I'm, I'm, good. Oh yeah. Hopefully I don't fall and, and stumble and break another finger. So 
So do you want to share the story of Zachariah? So yeah, the, the, whole, the whole theme for today is reflecting when I met a gentleman here in Milwaukee. His name is Zachariah. His name is what? His Zachariah. name is what? His name is <laughs> Zachariah. I felt it. But uh, it was pretty, pretty incredible when we met. So we were both down at the Milwaukee County Courthouse. And uh, we were there for the same reason, you know, talking to some lawyers, trying to figure out how the system works as it relates to child support. A lot of, yeah, it's a lot of fun for single dads to do that, right? Um, but his situation was a little different and it was, uh, it, it, it kind of made me pause. So first we were in the waiting room with about 30 people and, you know, people were talking and I noticed the hat that he was wearing uh, was a hat that you typically see veterans wear. You know, it said Vietnam veteran. And I asked him about it, and he actually explained that it was his father's hat, and his father just passed away. His father was a veteran, just passed away, and there was a long, complicated um, scenario where he had to basically fight or sign up in the court system to get the rights to take care of these children. I don't know. I can't remember if they were his kids or if they were his father's, his father was the guardian. I can't remember. Unfortunately, I wish he can, he can tell the story, but basically he had to be, he had to fight for the rights to get parental rights for these kids. Not, not for the fight for the right to party. Okay. Yeah. So they were somehow related to him, either his yeah. kids, his dad's, maybe somebody adopting them, something. But he is having to fight. Wow, this is this is whoa, this is a deep. It's a, it's a deep story, you know. I met the guy, and he was. Uh, there was something special about the meeting, especially something special about the moment that we met, where I knew that we have some, we had a connection, and we have some business that we need to to fulfill here, but. Uh, you know, for me, the, the big thing was just asking about the hat that he was wearing. We've touched on this, I think, one other time. But when you pay attention to what people have, what if they're wearing something in particular, uh, everyone has a story to tell. And if you know, if you realize the significance of their story, uh, you might learn something. You might actually get something pretty incredible happen to you. And that's what happened here, you know. So meeting Zachariah, I, I met him that day, and we talked a couple times since then uh, about the work that he's doing and how he's carrying on his father's legacy, and how he's um, sacrificing what he can to be a good father figure, be a good parent. Wow what what is he what what did his father what did his father do that he's carrying on the legacy Yeah that's a good that's a good so That's question. very interesting to me So his father owned a barbershop in the in the city here Yeah he's very well known in the in the inner city in Milwaukee here I hope there's going to be a reveal here in just a oh. second with the hat <laughs> Did he cut my hair today I don't know <laughs> Like you're completely bald <laughs> that's If right. you're completely bald I'm going to do the water challenge right here nice so but you know so zachariah carried on in his father's footsteps excuse me zachariah carried on in his father's footsteps it's and the tryptophan it is the in the turkey you got it that i'm eating not you that's causing you to yawn we're symbiotic we're connected there you go 
Have you do you you know of the uh, barber shop? Then it's like a pretty big deal. I know of. I've never been. You know, okay. inner city barber shop. Uh, it's in my neighborhood in a way, but I've never been there. I usually go to cost cutters or super cuts or whatever the chain is around here. Did you say inner city? It is in the inner city, man. Yeah. And you said in your neighborhood. And it is in my neighborhood. That's right. Yeah. Now I've been to your neighborhood. And it is quite different than the inner cities of, say, Los Angeles, say, Compton, South Watts, yes. East, yeah, South Central, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. I'm imagine, uh, different than Washington, D.C.'s inner city. Um, Baltimore's inner city. Uh, Miami for Eddie, Miami's inner city. So you have a, you have a very um, – Nice inner city with large parks and <laughs> it's dead quiet. I heard no gunshots the entire time I was there. So Ooh, yeah, I mean you were lucky. You know there were no gunshots that day. I mean there are gunshots here occasionally. Well, people hunting deer, maybe. <laughs> I like how you brought that full circle. No, this is you know this is an area where uh, sometimes you do play the everyone's favorite game, gunshot or fireworks. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a very. In fact, Milwaukee as a whole, as I walked around, was just very nice and calm. And I realized that I, you know, I I only was in a car in your neighborhood, in your hood, excuse me. In my hood, yeah. Um, that was the nicest inner city I've ever been. In. It looks like something the founding fathers would have planned out. I mean, it was nice streets, quiet, like zombie apocalypse, quiet. It was there none of the usual stuff all over the place. Yep, there were zombies walking around. Some of them were were dressed like dogs. When you come, we're gonna go. We're gonna go take the metro up and get some chicken and waffles in the real inner city. Excellent. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, my inner city. I'm about ten minutes away from this inner city I talk about, so that's a pretty good long inner city tangent. But it was. That's exactly uh, the point. Well, I think that your point there. Um, we should we should talk about it a little bit. Like, if you pay attention to people. You know, everywhere we go, it seems like, where is it? Here you go. Everywhere. I see people, you know, on their phones. Yeah. I went to, um, did, did we talk? I went to an amusement park for Veterans Day. There's a Knott's Berry Farm. It's, uh, it might be the oldest on the West Coast. I think Cedar Point, Ohio might be the oldest amusement park in the U.S. I'm not sure, but it's uh, probably like 80 years old. Predates Walt Disney. Literally mm -hmm. was a berry farm. And uh, I believe I took a picture of boysenberries all come from there. That's where the original ones were grafted and started. Hmm. Um, and they have an area that I kind of went around because it was free for veterans and uh, had like an old West show. They shoot them up and everything, you know, kind of, kind of uh, really cool stuff. But as I walked around, I just spent like half a day there because it was free, you know, got some food. I noticed people were just like sitting on their phone doing this. And I'm thinking, you, you paid money to come to an amusement park what are you doing? You know? Well, the answer was they're on their, um, on their phones. And I just, I don't get it because they're not taking the time to, to like, just look around, see what's there. Maybe talk to somebody. Well, I wonder if, uh, you know, again, going back to the love languages, they just don't value quality time. You know, it reminds me of the, uh, the old thing on the internet or the t-shirt that says, uh, you know, I wonder which one of my friends want to hang out and look at our phones in the same room today or this weekend or whatever. Maybe their love language is um, avoidance. Like, 
<laughs> if you don't talk to them, they're happy. It's my safe space, man. <laughs> you gotta. Well, <laughs> there are people who are happy just not talking at all. You know, I, I, I got some friends who they can just sit there all day and not talk. And at the end of the day, they're like, Hey, that was really cool hanging out with you. And they mean it. That's what they really mean it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think we call those people introverts, sir. <laughs> I mean, introverts, extroverts, ambiverts, they're all amongst us, man. They're the introverts introvert. Like they just, they just, <laughs> they feed off of the sound of silence. Cue Simon and Garfunkel here. Yeah, Alexa, play the sound of silence. I'm not sure what went wrong. She had an error, some kind of an error, fatal. Something definitely went wrong when she doesn't know who Simon and Garfunkel is. <laughs> She's not sure about it either. Something went wrong, though. Well, yeah, I mean, bottom line, <clears throat> everyone's different. <laughs> you know, just because uh, we believe in one particular thing or we value a particular thing doesn't mean other people do. It's hard to figure that out, though, isn't it? I mean, I think it's hard. People, I mean, even even like think about you and I. It's hard to figure out what what's valuable to the other person. We were talking about the the great um, great miss miss episode misnumbering fiasco of 2017 with the show, you know. And you and I are trying to figure out, hey, 50 shows. Wait a minute, 52 weeks in the year. How are we only at 43? And so you, we have to we had to both really listen to each other, you know, before we started recording to figure out. Oh man, we got two episode eights and two episode elevens and two episode fourteens, but we have to listen to each other. And how often apply that out? How often do people not listen? They're just waiting for the person to pause so they can tell them an equally, you know, important thing, right? So you're talking about listening to respond. My favorite way of not listening at all my favorite way of avoiding responsibility of listening i like how you said that listening to respond could you kind of elaborate on that for us see what i did there i listened to ask a question about what you did or what you said not to say oh i have a better story i want you to tell me more about listening to respond while i enjoy my post vegan meal slumber here not slumber but just relaxation it's kind of warm getting this feeling it's the tryptophan man <laughs> Listening to respond. That's actually the first level of listening. Uh, actually, I deliver a presentation on this topic. Listening to respond is not listening at all. Really, all we're doing is we're waiting for the other person to stop talking so we could start talking. <laughs> that's not listening. That's, that's just talking. <laughs> so waiting your turn is not the same thing as listening. Listening to respond. Okay. Listening to respond. You said that's the first level of listening is that kind of like a maslow's hierarchy almost like levels or something i should draw you a picture but essentially the listening to respond is what we do when we engage in email i don't know how, i don't remember how many emails you said you have 1300 something emails email is a great way to well actually it says it right up there when you when you click reply send an email back to the sender all you're doing is responding you're not actually understanding or engaging you're not having a conversation. You're just responding. So can, maybe we only have a few shows left, but is it yes. possible you could send me something and you and I could do a, a, a whole uh, show on the levels of listening? Because I try to do a quick Google search so I can at least follow along, but um, then the internet was having problems or something. So you broke the internet. 
you were you were searching. Were you using Yahoo again? Is that what happened? Bing. Bing. Exactly. I, I was at Microsoft for an all-day workshop on artificial intelligence last week, and they actually had Bing up as part of it, and I was just like, seriously? I mean, I know if it's your product, you're going to do it, but... Yeah, they were serious, man. They uh, they used their own. <laughs> well, um, we might be actually at time right now. What do you think? I think we're there. We, Should we, we just have... count us out then? Well, do we have time for one more thing? Well, of course we have time for one last item to finish us out. I, you know what? It, it's going to be 50 shows and we still don't know. Do we have time for 50 more? Th no. <laughs> Jason, do you have one more thing? Well, are you flipping me out over there, sir? No, so, sorry. Uh, my fingers broke. That's why. I, think I, I had something today. Um, you know, I just got to say, I'm really impressed with, uh, with Amazon lately. Our friends, Alexa, and, well, she's listening. She's ordering as you speak. I'll go back to Amazon when I hear you say the wake word. For more information <laughs> and to view Amazon's privacy notice, visit Yeah, you just, you just spent like 400 bucks right there. <laughs> I think I did. So that's my point is I, I, I think I told you in a previous episode that I ordered some chapstick from my Amazon. No? I, I don't remember that part of it, but yeah, it sounds it, uh, intriguing. Go on. I started talking. Now, I, don't, I have to be very careful that she's not listening because otherwise it's going to repeat the order. But uh, I, I asked the question of how much is my favorite chapstick, Burt's Bees, and she told me. I said, or she asked me then a follow-up question, would you like to buy some? And I said, sure. I said, yes. And she said, okay, <laughs> and ordered a four pack of Burt's Bees, it was actually $2 cheaper than what it would have been in the store. And I got it the next day with free shipping. It was incredible. Okay, that sounds incredibly dangerous. It's very dangerous, yes, because what you could do here is you could go to other people's houses that have an Amazon Alexa. I just said it again, sorry, hold on one second. Can you tell her to go to sleep or? I probably could. Like, what if you say, you know, Alexa, I wonder how much a Ferrari is fully loaded. <laughs> nope. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Alexa, order. No, no, stop. No. Order, order me just a bunch of random stuff. Will that work? <laughs> I think you're onto something. This is a security concern. It is. What but about? Wait, there's more. Oh. So then. Uh, several years ago, in fact, um, she reminded me that it was in 2013, that's four years ago, I ordered these, these digital antennas for my TV. That's when I cut the cable. I got uh -huh. my cable four years ago. Snip, snip. And I ordered, uh, I ordered these antennas. They have a 25-mile range. For a couple bucks more, you can get one for a 35-mile range. And then for even more, you can get one for a 50 mile range. But for me, the one with 25 mile range is perfect here in the inner city of Milwaukee. I like how you worked that. I was waiting to see if you worked that in. Oh yes. You gotta, you gotta bring it back, man. So this antenna, take a wild guess. It's kind of a silly game, but take a wild guess how much this digital antenna is. How much it costs when you ordered it or now? Both, it's the same price. Um, I'm gonna say, well, I have tried to buy them before. 
but at like a, a non Alexa hooked up store, I want to say like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. You know, like you'd expect. So the 50 mile range is 20 something, $25. What? Yeah. They're cheap. Wait, man. What do you mean range? Like, like it can pick up signals for that far, Jason. That's what it says. I never tested it. Cause I only have one kind. Well, the 20, the 25 mile range is eight dollars eight that's so wait are you saying that a a 25 mile range antenna is only eight dollars i mean that sounds like something you should order (laughs) so i did so i ordered that it'll be here tomorrow free shipping and today i asked alexa where's my order Oh, those are my shoes I ordered. I also bought a pair of shoes. But I'm telling you, it's very dangerous. You want Alexa to buy more shoes? No, don't do that. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna title this segment Fun with Alexa. You gotta be careful though, man. It's not only is it dangerous because well, you can order for your friends, but also when you're buying an $8 antenna because you don't have one for one of your TVs, you're, you're liable to find other things that you want, like new shoes. It's, it's not a good idea, man. Well, did your old $8 antenna break? No. See, I, it's a long story, man. I, I, was, I lent it to... You don't have it anymore, in other words. I don't have it anymore, and now okay. I have a TV that has no antenna. Yeah. So it's 8 bucks. I just ordered it, free shipping. It's for local, like local news and sports yeah. and stuff. So you can hear about the shootings and the fireworks, yep. Word, word to your mama. <laughs> All right, man, that was, that, was, that was awesome. That was awesome. What a great, uh, what a great show we had, mm-hmm. episode 44, which is going to be renumbered to 48, I believe. 40 million. I'm not sure, man. Something. It's we talked about – non-vegan thanksgivings awesome cool hat jason's wearing with all the things that we still believe in including unicorns and probably in the back is a yeti but don't turn around i'm just going to believe it's there you're not going to show me how how um amazon is secretly not so secretly just taking money from you every time alexa orders like five ferraris alexa no stop stop (laughs) and um the coolest is the story that I hope we can get him on before the end of the year is Zachariah. Zacharias or Zachariah? Zachariah. Yep. Zachariah. And uh, I'm really hoping you can, you can get him on. Or if you happen to run into him and just record 10 minutes on your phone. Right. And then you and I, you can talk about it. We've been wanting to do that. I know we're, we're wrapping up our, our year, our year, the year of two dads Woo-hoo! with hats. Who knows what next year will bring. That's I can right. tell you, I'm starting to write over there my uh, my my new goals for the year. You did mention, you know, it, you know, get your goals down before New Year's Eve. Started on them early. Yep. Yeah, mind, body, soul. You know, so um, let's do it. Um. Very good, sir. All right, my brother. May you meditate out tonight. Excellent. That's a t-shirt. Peace. All right. Good night, man. Bye. Thanks, sir. You record it. Let me push record. Okay, yeah. So...
Tell all right, me. let me tell you what's going on, Jason. Okay, what, what okay. the heck is going on over there, man? First of all, I broke my finger. We'll come back to that. All right, it's it's Thanksgiving meal tomorrow for my work. Not not the big formal one that they bring in catered and all, um, but for my team. And everybody signs up, so now we have a tradition of me cooking the turkey. Brandon cooks turkey live on, on Netflix. I, I butterfly it. I, I cut out the backbone, and then you, you butterfly it like a shrimp. And you put it right on the rack, and it's hell to clean your rack. You might as well just buy a new one. But um, it cooks like, a, let's see, a 16-pound turkey cooked in like 75 minutes. You put it up at the highest temperature you can go, mm-hmm. and it just roasts it all evenly. So the white bread, dark, dark white meat, dark meat, all is good. So anyway, I got one that I cooked. It's on top of the oven in tinfoil already. I got to let it cool, put it in the fridge for tomorrow. I got one in the crock pot that I'm going to just like cook overnight. Um, the one on the top of the stove, I did try. It's really good. Now inside the oven, <laughs> I've got a, a, I bought this huge pan online. It's like, hold your hand up. It's from me to you big. It's what? like that. It's like Milwaukee to California. I big. See what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> and I got carrots and, 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 um, carrots and onions and stuff underneath a turkey breast that's cooking. But that one, I, I'm going to check in a while cause it's taking a while to get up there. And then I have a ham, a pre-cooked ham that's in there. So, um, short story is there's no way I was going to do this at like four in the morning. So I'm, I'm doing it tonight after work, but you know, it's good stuff. And I, I tried the potato, the, not potatoes, but the carrots and onions that like the, the drippings went on. Oh my gosh. Like candy, <laughs> like vegan candy. Huh. You say <laughs> vegan candy. Well, yeah. Cause it's vegetables. Actually it's not vegan candy. Cause there's meat dripping. So yeah, they wouldn't touch that. The meat dripping. That's what Hammer wrote. Can't touch this specifically for the vegans. I wonder if veganism was built off of that. You know, maybe it was founded on MC Hammer's can't touch this. Maybe, or maybe like his great, 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 great grandpappy's uncle's cousin was allergic to bovine or something. I just want to say bovine. Tell me about your hat, man. What's going on? You got this awesome hat on today. Not, Not a traditional hat. It's not – well, you know, it's cold over here. It says just believe, and there's there's all kinds of things that people uh, don't believe in anymore, like the guy with the red suit and the beard. Yes, I see him. Mall Santa. I think this is a rainbow bright no, – Unicorn or something? Thing. Yep. Yeah. And the planet Pluto. <laughs> I, I thought that was Star Wars, a symbol for Star – I thought you were prepping up for the Star Wars run that's coming. That's maybe a future episode, yes. That, that'll be coming. Have you seen the picture of Mark Hamill? Like in the past few years, he's bigger than me. He's like way fat. And then a picture of him as uh, they got him in shape to play Luke again. And it's like voice actor, <laughs> um, Luke Skywalker, you know? Well, but That's where that CGI comes in handy, huh? I tell you, if someone was going to pay me what they're paying him and also be able to reprise like one of the most famous characters in the galaxy – I think my butt would get skinny too. Yeah, man. It's worth it.